All right, well, guys, tonight I have something a little bit different for a prayer. I'm just going to read from Matthew, Matthew 6, 9. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 I feel bad because I kept my eyes open because you were reading. And then I looked at Sean and he had his eyes closed, so I felt bad. I got to do the intro, Jason. Yeah, Jay, you're jumping ahead, buddy. Man. And, and so I feel bad for keeping my eyes open. Should I feel bad about that? No, I had my eyes open. Absolutely. I felt a little weird. I felt a little weird having my eyes open, but I know that prayer, but I know that if I was reading it live on Facebook, I would totally screw it up. So I had to read it. Well, you did a great job. Well, I, it was just reading. I've known how to do that for a while. <laughs> well, guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching. I'm not going to go crazy because we are kind of anxious to open up a little gift that someone special bought for us. But today's show is going to be amazing. It's going to be really good because we are going to talk about. Thanks, buddy. What? what? Keep going. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> I'm watching the comments. You guys do you. I'm watching the comments. What God responding. has done to us, through us, through this <laughs> pandemic. All right. So you guys keep laughing. So, so, so guys, the show's going to be cool. And, and, and I want to introduce the new guy because he's got a couple words for us to do something fun. So, I figured since since I'm the new guy, I should bring gifts for everybody. Um, so we're pretty terrified that you actually shaved your beard and split it up in these boxes and sent so it. To I us. did. It's I, I put it in baggies and I sent it to you all, so you have it as a reminder of what what was and what could be again someday. Um, so I feel like it, if it's breakable, I would have broken it by now. I've been shaking it. So. You know, I watched you guys' first episode, and I heard you guys talking about, you know, I don't know if it was an episode. I think it was like your, your, your pilot episode. And you guys were talking about getting different things to put on the desk in front of you. I told you. But I think that's great that everybody picks their own separate things. But I felt like we needed something to bring us all together. So go ahead and open up your gifts. It if this is uh, something that's us, something that's the show, something that is this a like a dog turd, like a rubber dog turd? It is actually. It smells like one too. Oh, that's really cool, man. So we got our oh, own awesome. Prodigal Sons. Dude, that is awesome. Matching coffee cups. That is sweet. So, That's what was rattling. It's they got a business card in there, and it was rattling in the cup. I was trying to figure out what was rattling. Thanks, Sean. So, um, a good friend of mine, Samantha Cochran, she runs uh, Black Sapphire Design here on Facebook. She makes cups and shirts and all kind of crazy stuff. And uh, I thought these came out absolutely awesome. The logo is perfect. Uh, we thank we got to ch thank Chuck Tucker for coming up with our logo. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. Um, but, yeah, I felt like if we're all going to bring our own individual thing every week, we should have something that brings us together. And I thought that was a pretty cool idea, and it has our logo. So it's something we can keep for a while. I don't even drink coffee, though. Well, I'll drink yeah. it. I out of it. I don't care. That's so weird because I was going to make a pot of coffee right before the show, and I didn't, and I wish I would have because I would have got a nice cup of coffee in here, and I can't wait to use it. Thank well, you, brother. I figured we usually have coffee at the show when we're in the studio anyway, so I yeah. figured that works out perfect for me and Tom. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. how the professionals do it on TV. They got a little cup with their little Johnny John John on there. So hey, we're gonna, you like how we're gonna, I'm promoting Ribsters? Yeah, I like I'm the promoting Ribsters behind you. us here with the ice cream. I appreciate Jason. I love you, Jason. Thank you. Hey, thanks, new guy. That's really nice of you. And by the way, I'm kidding. I drink like 15 cups of coffee a day. <laughs> so uh, the this reason is, I did the reason I did the uh, um, the Lord's Prayer tonight in case you're wondering, was that was the first message I ever heard this guy, uh, Pastor Peter Clark, preach. And to be honest with you, I didn't like him very much. I'm not really sure why when uh, 
when uh, before I heard him preach, I just thought he was a little bit snotty and arrogant, probably because he was just better looking than me. Uh, but uh once i heard him preach he he, he, uh did this message on the lord's prayer and really broke it down i really i really started to think he was a swell guy he's gone downhill since then i don't think his messages are as good as that one um i gotta keep him humble right (laughs) but uh but now i was thinking about that earlier today about that that message that he did a couple years ago several years ago now his video skills are getting amazing, though. What's that? It's because he's putting his wife in him. It's because he's yeah. putting his wife in him. Yeah, he, he brought a ringer. He, <laughs> put Leanne, he put Leanne in there, and all of a sudden the videos get better. Yeah. I hope she cut his hair. I really do. I hope she used that the shears to cut his hair. He has a nasal drip. What's that? What's that? He has yeah, a like- nasal drip. That's not something we need to know, Pete. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> Peter Clark comments, hey, I have a nasal drip. I'm not sure what that means at all. I hope that was supposed to go to something else and not us. I mean, that's weird. Listen, for, for, for the new viewers that we have, Peter Clark is our pastor at the church. Um, so Missionary Pete. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. We try not to tell him that on a regular basis, though. I always tell him the exact opposite of that. <laughs> somebody, somebody needs to. Somebody needs to. So, so I got a question for you before we all get started. Sean yeah. can't really answer this because I asked him yesterday. So, Dave and, and Tom. Oh, uh, hit the head. So, how many animals were brought? Not, not fully. How many pairs of animals were brought onto Noah's Ark? Two. How many pairs of animals? Yes. I mean, like, uh, one of each, so it would be two. How many? Don't be cheating, Dave. Hold on. I'm not cheating. Hold on, hold on. I see you looking down, Dave. I see you looking down. You guys think. I want to respond to comments, all right? Yeah. So, Carla, uh, Sean? Does anybody know seven? Seven. When I say your name, raise your hand. Tom Rivera. Seven. Yeah, Tom Rivera, actually... raise your hand. Jason. Actually, that was wrong. Jason, raise your hand. Raise your hand. You can put it down now, Tom, just real quick. And Dave Duncan. Carla asked our name, so I want oh. to make sure we got that out to her. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, Pete responded, you called me snotty nose, so he's saying it's nasal drip, not snotty nose. He's no, got to be PC. Okay, sure. Y'all, that went right over all y'all said. So you're, it's actually Bev's wrong too, Tom. There's actually eight. There's seven unclean and one pair of clean. So there's 16 animals of each. Just thought that was a little fun fact I read the other day. No, okay, so what, what's the answer? answer? So therefore you asked it. It's actually 16. There's seven unclean and two clean so there's 16 of each i would have guessed a lot higher than that based on all the nursery books that i read that showed long lines of animals going into this <laughs> but sean sean thought two also yeah, i was wrong too i'm not gonna lie i thought two two by two they came on the ark yeah that's what i said too but well they came on two by two but there was just eight of those two and Whatever. Are you guys ready for a real game? <laughs> yes. All right, hold on. Yes, yes. Bonnie asked if anybody else agrees that Tom looks like Mark Consuelos. And, yeah, I can see that a little bit. I don't know who Mark <laughs> who, is, who is Mark Consuelos. Thank you, Dave. Uh, let's, Google, let's Google image him real quick. Yeah, I'm totally Googling, Google imaging. Hey, yeah, that's Lois is here. Lois Duncan's here. Welcome, Lois. Who is it again? Tom Consuelos? No, that's Mark. Mark, <laughs> Mark, Mark Consuelos. Consuelos? There it is. All right, all right. I'm pulling up Mark. Yeah, yeah, right. I, can, I see that. I see that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're just saying that because he looks cute. <laughs> hey, stop that. <laughs> anyway, let's get right. on to the game. All right, so I got a game today, and we're going to play. And I'm going to pick 
two of you against each other, and then the loser goes against the other one, so we're going to end up with two winners, okay? There's no, there's no losers in this game. There's just one loser. <laughs> Great. So – I'm not going to ask you questions. What I, I am going to do. Already. Oh, good. You already. should. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm, I'm glad you don't like it. Tom, by the way, everybody at home, Tom's I'm afraid he's going to lose. Tom's afraid he's going to lose. So let's go ahead and get Tom in the ring with Jason. Ah, oh, I get to sit out. Of course you'd put me with him. So what we're going to do for this one is – I'm going to give you a question that has multiple answers to it. And then you're going to – Jason will start. He's going to give me an answer. Then Tom gives me an answer. Then Jason needs to give me an answer. Then Tom needs to give me an answer. The first one to not be able to answer loses this round. Does that make sense? Yep. Are these biblical questions? They might be. They might not be. Well, The first question is – I have in front of me a list, several lists. The first one is. Wait, time out. Jason, eyes on. Uh, Jason, what are you doing? I don't, I don't trust him. Go ahead. Well, he doesn't know the question yet. So No, not yet. Go oh, ahead. yeah. You know what, Tom? Good point. You Everybody I mean? show, yeah, show yeah, me yes, your hands. Yes, yes. You need to put your hands behind your back while you're doing this. <laughs> on, your, on your head. Yes, that's a good, good good call. Now I feel better. Let's do it. <laughs> this makes for some very interesting Zoom calls. But. All right. The first one is, everybody knows there are 12 apostles. Whew. What I would like you to do is tell me who they are. Jason, oh. you're up. One at a you time. No, just Eight. give me one. No, 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 no. Just give me one. John. One of them should be easy. So, Jason, your answer was? John. Okay. Thomas. Tom, Tom went with Thomas. Jason. Peter. Okay. Paul. James. Judah. Who? Judah. <laughs> Who? The town? <laughs> You're close. The city of? What? You're close. I know what you're trying to do. You got three seconds. Three. Tom, you're still on the clock. Don. Who? Don. John was already picked. John was already picked. Two seconds. One second. Mark. Ah. You did say Mark. I did. I got that in the beat. Oh, you got it in under the the water. All right, can square what, what am I, Jude? What am I saying wrong? You, it, Judah is the city. No. All right, we're gonna. I guess we're gonna allow that. Go ahead, Jason. Barnabas. Barnabas. Bra- Bra- Barnabas. Barnabas. Uh, no, 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 no. Doesn't count. <laughs> Barnabas. No, you're on the right track, but three seconds. You are correct, Pete. That was a kind one. That's why I gave the old. Second. One. It's uh, Bartholomew. Now for the win, does Tom have one for the win? Go for it. Can you can you tell me what's been said? Because <laughs> <laughs> you were calling him out too fast for me to to, to mark him off. James. James was said. No, it wasn't. It was. Jay said it. Watch the video later. <laughs> Jeez. Can I throw a cup up? Judith. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm giving it to him this time. Who's <laughs> the guy that I kissed him at the there? end to give him up? How, how do you Judith. all miss the big ones? Huh? You missed, how did you guys miss the big ones? Wait, wait. Who? who Dave, what? It's Who's Judith. Judith. With an Judith. You said, we got Judah and Peter. Judith. Nobody thought Judith. of Peter. <laughs> I knew it was something. Peter, Matthew, Andrew. Simon. See, I was going. See, that's where it messed up because I was, trying, I was going sure, for I was like the, the names that you don't always hear. 
I was trying to get the hard ones out of the way first, Sean, so then I can go to the easy ones later. No, see, that, that's the bad tactic for this game. you got to get the easy ones out of the way. Yeah, make, make the other guy. guy. So I know that for quarter. second round. All right, so actually, I guess did, Tom won that one, surprisingly yep. and bafflingly. Oh, Tom, Tom won, won round two. One. <laughs> hey, Tom wins one. Woo! All right, show's over. That's it. We can end on a high note. Thank you guys right. for watching. <laughs> All right, so now, as puzzling as ever, this is Jason against the new guy. And the topic is hands at the ready. That's Tom, ain't it? Well, Tom, I'm not in it. No, he got Judith. Judith? <laughs> All right. I'm Which was live that down. <laughs> All right. Uh, for the win, for, for the second winner, we have Jason and the new guy. And they're going to be calling out books of the New Testament. Books of the New Testament. Why don't we go with the new guy first? Matthew. Mark. Oh, this Luke. is easy. John. Acts. Romans. Carter. Revelations. Oh, oh I like that. Oh. What? What did you it's say? I said Hebrews. Good thing the new guy's not like a Bible student. No, nah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing he's not. Uh... Oh man, I can't believe this wasn't my question. I would have shined. Oh, Five seconds. I am drawing a blank. Four seconds. Three seconds. Second. Okay. What do you say? First Timothy. First Timothy, you're on the clock. First Corinthians. New What's guy? the obvious one, Sean? Thessalonians. <laughs> Thessalonians. First John. Ephesians. Now we're on a roll. Ephesians. He just said, said Ephesians. Uh, uh, okay. It's still my answer. Okay. Uh, Galatians. Second Corinthians. There you go. Second Thessalonians. There we go. How many we at? Doesn't matter. Keep going. First letter of John. We already had first John. No, the three the three letters of John in the back of the the back of the New Testament. You're not counting those. I said first John. You said first so you John. Said second John. Second, I, 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 I you said first John. I think you said John like straight John. Yeah, you said letter. first John. You're back on the clock because he said second John. Corinthians. I thought we already said that. I thought we I said thought Corinthians. Corinthians was said. Yeah. Second, first and second. Yep. What's the next one? Oh man. This was my topic, Dave. Jude. Nice. I don't know where Sean's hands are at right now. Yeah, it's because he already Googled it. <laughs> Uh, you got, I think, seven more. Eight more. Second Timothy? Said uh, no, nobody said second Timothy. All right. Jay's on the clock. So we got all three Johns. We got the Timothys. Got the Thessalonians. Mm -hmm. Got Galatians. Got Hebrews. We got Acts. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. All three Johns. Revelations, Jude. Paul? That's not that the epistles of Paul, but it's not. Three seconds. Galatians, Hebrews. Two seconds. Got me. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Which wow. ones we missed? Philippians. You, guys did, you guys did really good. Philippians, Colossians, Titus. I don't know how Titus. to pronounce it. Uh, Philemon? Philemon? Philemon. Philemon. Oh, that one, too. James, James, and you guys missed first and second Peter. Actually, first Peter was going to be my next answer, but <laughs> thanks, my aunt Bonnie would be easy to go like to work. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Revelations. <laughs> <laughs> That's what screwed me up when he said Revelations. Yeah, I'm like, I I'm going in tactic. order, like my aunt said. It wasn't a tactic. That's the next one. He no, was. I just threw out the next. I just threw something out there to like. I just <laughs> took an easy up. one. I only I only know them in order up until Corinthians. Mm. <clears throat> but all right 
You guys ready for the ultimate test of manhood? We're going Tom against the new guy. New All guy right, against Tom. Down. I have in front of me an alphabetical list of National Football League teams. <laughs> New guy, you're on the clock. It has to be in alphabetical order. No, 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 no. I just have them in alphabetical order. Oh, I was going to so say. We're going to start now, naming football now, teams. Now, does that have the new teams in it, or does it go by like last year's teams? What do you mean new teams versus last year's teams? What are you talking about new teams? <laughs> what new teams? There's a new team this year. No, there's not. <laughs> there is. Uh, name what, it. Start with the new team, and we'll keep playing. Start with the new Las team. Vegas Raiders. They're not in Los Angeles anymore. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, you know. <laughs> that was going to be my ace in the hole. If we were doing it, I, you knew you wouldn't knew that one. No, all you have to give me is the name. You don't have to tell me the town, just the name. Oh, well, that's that's cheap. Okay, so you're going to start out with the Raiders then. Tom, you're up. Falcons. Pats. Jets. Eagles, I'm stealing it from you. Giants. Buffalo Bills. Cowboys. Dolphins. Steelers. Cow uh, did you say Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. Jason, you're going to have to help me. They're naming them too fast for me to mark them down. Bengals. You're just going to have to help me remember. Bengals. Jaguars. Nice. Chiefs. Rams. Titans. The Texans. Uh... Texans. Chargers. Uh, well, um, that's not a team. Uh, <laughs> that is that could be the Redskins. Jets. Buccaneers. He said Redskins. He said Buccaneers. Tom, it's on you. Buffalo. Said. Been said. How many do we have so far? Probably fifteen to twenty. Oh, 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 uh, Ravens. Packers. Packers were sad, weren't they? No? Um, Just eh, let's get biblical. Oh, wow. Really? This is the one I lose on? The football yeah. one? I think the new guy just I won. I got two more in my head, so. Oh, Ready? Wow. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Where are your eyes right now? <laughs> Those are your hands. Next week, we're going to work on parts of the body. These are hands. These are eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so where are your eyes at, not where your hands are. I'm just showing that my hands were up, too, so I couldn't look at anything. So it, it's so, Anyway. Yeah, that was fun. All right, we're done. The new guy wins everything. Jason lost. Yep. So... so we were, uh, what we're doing today as our topic of the day is what has God taught us about and through the coronavirus pandemic? And we're, we all have our own top, we all have our own ideas on, on this topic. And, uh, Sean, are you going to do that verse or did you want yeah, me to do it? I got a verse for you. Yeah. Sean has a verse of the day for us. So, I looked at Psalms 27, 4, 6, and I think it kind of runs in where we're at. I only ask one thing from the Lord. This is what I want. Let me live in the Lord's house all my life. Let me see the Lord's beauty and look with my own eyes at his temple. During danger, he will keep me safe in his shelter. He will hide me in his holy tent, or he will keep me safe on a high mountain. My head is higher than my enemies around me. I will offer joyful sacrifices in his holy tent. I will sing and praise the Lord. And that's Psalms 27, 4 to 6. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Um, what has God taught you through and about this uh, in this weird, weird time that we're in right now? So I got a, I got a, a friend of mine I went to high school with 
and um, I posted a picture, and it's been on multiple times, um, but it's about being in quarantine where I was for a short stint of time. And um, I really don't preach enough to outsiders about the Lord where I need to. And when this gentleman made a comment, he said that, that you know, that Mimi is enough. He's like, I'm not being punished for something that I didn't do. And it's, huh. I said, you know what? We're not being punished. I believe that the Lord's bringing people to, and right there is when the Lord said, you know what? You need to say something. And I said, you know what? We're not being punished, but until we all find the Lord, it's not punishment. It's we need to find God. And I thought I'd get like a lashing back or something from him. And I didn't. And I hope that that was a seed planted in that man's ear. And I think through all this time, I hope that all these people that are saying that, that they're posting all this Christian stuff, I hope to see them in church when we get out of all this. I hope that people see that I don't know what God's doing, but I know he's doing something for us. I know he's showing us something. And I hope those people that found Christ do something about it and stick with it after we come out of this pandemic and they come to church and man, if you're not a hugger, you know, don't come and hug, but at least come and be there for fellowship. Jason, are you, are you referring to the, um, the, I saw a post that you put up yesterday or the day before it said, this is what lockdown looks like. And it was a picture of a prison cell. That's okay. the one. You know, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't do this show without, I told you guys, if I was going to be part of it, I was going to be real and that I was going to be absolutely real and honest with you. I have to tell you that I saw that post and my immediate reaction, complete honesty, and maybe this will give you some insight. And I don't, by the way, I didn't see the comment that, that other guy put on there that you're talking about. I saw that post that you posted a picture of a prison cell and said, I don't know what everybody's complaining about or something like that. This is what lockdown looks like. My immediate human brain reaction to that was, but those people who are in that cell deserve to be in that cell. I don't deserve this. And then like a, like a slap on the back of the head, I felt like the Holy Spirit say to me, you don't deserve anything. You don't deserve your next breath. You don't deserve um, any of the good things you've ever gotten in your life. You didn't deserve any of that. And your life is still pretty good right now, even though work's not the same and family's not the same and you can't just get in the car and go somewhere. You know, you don't deserve any of the good things in life, but for the grace of God. So I don't know if that gives you some insight as to what you're talking about, but that was my reaction too, is like, I didn't do anything wrong to deserve this. And then like the Holy Spirit hit me with a frying pan going, you did a lot of stuff wrong. <laughs> and see, I'm glad you just said that because one of the first things I said was, you're right. I deserve what I got. I deserve to be where I was. I'm not saying I did take full blame for my stupidity my decisions in life but like you just said maybe that's what it maybe it, it hitting you the way it did that maybe that like i said or that seed that i could plant his year because i i deserve to be where i was um i apologize to my kids left and right that um i made those decisions but if not i'll tell you right now if i wouldn't have been in that picture and in that place I won't be sitting here with the prodigal sons. I'll tell you that right now. Amen. I, I don't even know if I'd be alive and I don't know if I was dead, if I'd be in heaven right now, because I sure wasn't walking with the Lord. Jason, we lost the, I don't mean to make light of the situation, but we lost the picture behind you. Yeah, I know. It keeps going off because it's on my phone. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Just... <laughs> I appreciate you yeah. putting an ice cream cone up there. That was really nice of you, Jason. Yeah, I'm done playing the phone now. Hey, <laughs> Tom, what, Whenever Rivsters opens, man, I, I'm going to, I want, I want a cone with like five gallons of ice cream on it. <laughs> Got you, man. I want, right I want to see the, 
It's funny. I, I'm gonna double fist it too. Like I want two cones. How many scoops can Tom? How many scoops do you think you can put on a cone? You know, uh, me personally or my daughter. No. I could only put one. A professional. <laughs> my a daughter. Professional, not you. What's that? A professional, not you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to do the research on that. I don't know. I could put Those three on. More than three. I'm thinking you can get ten on there. I'm thinking ten co- uh, ten it. scoops. You got a perfect time to practice. Like, what else can you do right now? <laughs> That's true. I can. What I can do is I can put ten scoops in a bowl and then put the cone the cone upside down. Done. Done. That's that's what that's what I can do. Let's Just do don't give solution. don't give him get your kids any because last time Hannah was there for the so bar, that kid was up at four o'clock in the morning trying to make her bed, bouncing on the bed trying to pull the <laughs> sheets over. I was like, "What did you put in there?" He's like, <laughs> "I loaded it up." There was a lot of good stuff in that one. Yeah, Hannah was happy. Yeah. But it's funny you say about roosters because, you know, with this whole thing that's, uh, that's going on, the thing that, that I've learned the most is people actually do care, you know? I've always had this thought of, of that people are just selfish. People don't care, you know? People always just think about themselves. And, and I, think, I think that with this whole pandemic going on, I think it's put a lot of people in check. I think it's put a lot of people in a place where they realize that they don't need everything that they have to survive and, and, and be happy. Um, I, know, I know the jokes about, you know, we're in prison and stuff, but, but a lot of amazing things have been happening ever since this whole thing has been going on. And, and, and me personally, in my own personal experience, the amount of people that have come out and have given to the needy and the less fortunate. And this situation that we're going on right now where people don't want to go out and people don't want to meet people. If you saw the basement of Rifters right now, it is just full of blessings, of trash bags everywhere, full of clothing. I can't even walk down there right now. And, and, and it's great because... My wife and I were there last night, and we had six different homeless people walk in saying that they were hungry, and we were able to feed them. We were able to tell them to go to our basement and take anything that you want with you. You know, and, 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 and it's not us that we're not doing this. We're simply taking the people, the, the stuff from people that are being so generous and just giving it to somebody else. We're just a delivery service. It's all we do. We're just a delivery service. We do it all for God. And, 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 and the other thing that I noticed is that people want you to pray for them at this times. Then, then we had a couple of the homeless people break down in tears last night. And I asked them if I can pray for them and they lost it. They just couldn't believe that I would ask a person like that to them, to me, they're a beautiful person to them. They're nobody. And for me to put my hand on them, during a pandemic, right? Well, we're not supposed to be touching people and we're mm. supposed to be six feet away and we can't hug. You know, you know what I realized? You know what I realized when I'm shopping now? The mask have taken our smiles away. Mm-hmm. We have no smiles anymore. Everyone's walking around with a mask and, and every time I walk by people and I smile, they just keep walking. I'm like, well, that's rude. And then I realized, oh, they don't know you smiled. They have wow. no idea. You know, and, and being out late, and it's just, it's crazy. In a situation that we're in, that, that, that these people still want help, and they're so appreciative, and, and a lot of people are looking to Jesus in this time of pandemic. And, and I have a verse that, that, that the Lord put in my heart. It's Psalms 33:11. you know, because the one thing that I have learned on top of everything is that no matter what is happening in life, no matter how bad things are getting, there's always one constant. Every day, there's always one constant since day one that the earth was built. It's been the same constant every single day, and that's God. And it brought me to Psalms 33:11. It says, but the Lord's plan stands firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. 
So for me, I know the end plan. I know the game plan. And I know that I can always lean on God if anything is going wrong, because I know from history and from what he's done in my own personal life, he's always there for us. And that's, that's what I've taken the most out of this pandemic. That's incredible, man. That's really, really powerful stuff. You know what popped into my head when you were talking about that right there? You put your hand on, on the homeless man and was praying for him. Even when the world is telling us that we shouldn't be close to people and we shouldn't be touching people and that sort of thing. Uh, what popped into my head, I don't remember where it is in the Bible, but when Jesus says, how dare you call unclean what I have called clean. Amen. Where, where he's saying, you know, you're doing something in Jesus' name, praying for somebody on a spiritual level. I guarantee you there's nothing but blessings being passed in that, that touch right there. That's, that's really, really cool stuff. That's a great verse. Wow. I quote it a lot. I probably should know what it, where it is. I love it. That's great. <laughs> My Aunt Bonnie said, God never says whoops. Somebody write in and tell me where that verse was. Uh, how dare you call unclean what I have called clean. Pastor, Pastor Clark, where is that? So I just want to acknowledge, like Carla said, uh, I've learned to keep looking toward God and knowing that he will take care of my every need. That, that's, that's awesome. I mean, that is huge. Um, it's a verse about food. Okay. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure the sentiment still, Matt, is still is the same. How do you? We all look at it different ways. A different verse means something different to somebody else. Yes, but just because I, Pastor, just because I can see the spiritual meaning in a verse about food and you can't doesn't yeah. mean it's not about other things. So, so I need, we need to have Pastor Pete on the show. Yes. One of these times. <laughs> we, we should probably and do I that. I think the show is going to go more like Dave and Pastor Pete just talking. We'll call it talking. <laughs> I'm, bring, I'm bringing popcorn to that show. <laughs> What's that? I'm going to bring popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to – yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> we actually get along really well. I just don't want anybody to know publicly that I actually like or respect him. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Tom, it's funny when you say about like the homeless and stuff. Um, because the other day, Amy, I asked her when she was working on Sunday, and she's like, Well, why? And I know that she doesn't want me going out and doing certain things because we're following the protocol. The kids haven't left the house really or anything like that. And I said, Well, so you might get a little upset. I said, But I'm going to go help Tom and Claire. I said, they set the parameters and stuff. She's like, do I work? I said, yeah. And she's like, oh, because I would go too. Man, the Lord's smacking her around, putting in her head that we need to help these people. And that just really made me feel good that she wanted to open up and come out and help too. So, you know, everybody's changing in different ways. It's tough <laughs> in these times. Thank God that you guys are there and being able to help though. Yeah, man, it was a blessing, man. Like, we didn't, we were just there because we have an event coming up on Saturday. It's a pop up pantry on uh, in Pottstown, one to three on Saturdays. So if you know anybody in need, send them by. Uh, we're basically going to have a grocery store set up where they can come and take what they need and then they can go and pick any clothes that they want. Um, so, we were just there trying to sort clothes and, and, God put in my, in my, I saw the one sitting in a bench. So, I went up to him and approached him. He came in and, before we knew it, five other people walked in. It was it was such a blessing, such a blessing. But it's because of how generous people are right now that Claire and I are able to do this. So I get, I get, I think I stirred up a hornet's nest because I've been getting some pretty nasty text messages from Pastor Peter. I just got a text uh, now. I, mean, I just I was just looking at it too. And he said, he said uh, his wife put his daughter in bed and bathed her and got her dinner and everything, and now. Um, the gloves are off. I can't believe some of the vile, disgusting things he wrote in that text message. I mean, <laughs> wait, wait. Is this a joke? I, I don't I, I feel bad for our audience because they have no idea what we're talking about. But is this a joke? Uh, well, you'll never know because I don't I don't really let on whether it's a joke or not. So that's part of my shtick. You'll never, <laughs> I, I just say that some of the things that he just wrote in that message to me, I didn't even, I didn't even know. <laughs> that's not right. That is hey, that offensive to all of us. I didn't know 
I didn't know half of those words. I had to look them up in the Urban Dictionary to even know. I did. I, I knew all of those words actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> talking about the coronavirus though, um, one of the things that was um, you'll know. Pastor Clark just said, "I put the kid in bed. I want credit." No, there was a first <laughs> time for everything, and this wasn't it. I know you didn't. Um, but the uh, Talking about the coronavirus, one of the things that I noticed is that the things that we, these structures that we build around ourselves to make ourselves feel safe, such as the bank and the government and all these things, all these institutional structures that are man-made that you think are so secure, have really just shown their flaws and their weaknesses as far as a safety net. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That that you you've, you have these structures built around you, even jobs and security and careers that we all look to and depend upon that were just shown to be so flawed that all it took was something a little bit stronger than a flu and all of a sudden the dominoes start falling and all those safety nets just start falling out. And I'm not trying to say that it's doomsday or you know trying to scare anybody, but my point is, where does your strength and where does your hope and where does your um, assurance lie? Does it lie in your bank account? Does it lie in your career? Does it lie in your government? I hope not because all those structures that are man-made can fall just with the slightest breeze. Um, you know, this wasn't a nuclear war. This wasn't some kind of, uh, mass attack type of deal this was this was a little virus in the grand scheme of things this was a little virus that took that just shut the world down um but i just that that was that was my thing uh is is that i noticed that these man-made structures just don't last we see how how little strength they actually have when it comes down to it i'm just glad we have our faith in something else yeah. i was talking to a friend of mine recently and I, I told him, uh, I told him about a, a time that I had a few weeks ago where um, I had a moment where I sort of had a flash forward, if that makes sense, to when this is all over. I noticed I was going to the grocery store to set it up for you. I was going to the grocery store. I had my Lysol and I had my gloves. And I had my mask and I was tucking all these, you know, like, do I have gloves in this car that I'm taking? Yes, I do. I have gloves, in, you know, in the, in the little map panel there. And I just had this moment where I thought about, you know, in a year, I'm going to look in that little cubby in the car and find all these gloves and look back on this time and go, man, do you remember when? Do you remember when you couldn't go to Home Depot without gloves and a mask and Lysol? Do you remember when? You know, and, and that's, I think that's going to be a pretty good day when we look back at this and go, man, God really got us through something pretty incredible. What do you think? Yeah, as long as that day we continue to live the kind of life that we learned from our mistakes before all this happened, then things are good, you know. I worry about those that will go back to their old ways when this is over and forget everything that happened. In some ways, that'd be a good thing, right? I mean, when we start shaking each other's hands again and getting close and giving people hugs, that'll be a real good thing. But yeah, that's going to, yeah. I know what you mean, though. If we all go back without having learned any lesson, right? Right. Without having learned any. There has a to be a takeaway. There has to be a takeaway. Having a little bit of a greater appreciation for, for the normal everyday yeah. things. So, so Sean. Now that everybody, I think, last week knew what was going on with you and stuff, with you having that scare, now that you found out you're negative with that virus and stuff, I mean, how was that for you to be that? I mean, we're sitting back here talking about not touching and stuff. I mean, you had to t send your kids to the in-laws there and, you know, stuff like that and be by yourself and have that scare alone. How How was that for you to be that close? It was scary, and and uh, who's got their speakers on? Uh, in all honesty, I mean, just the test came back negative, but I, I'm not sure that that was correct. But 
um, the good thing was, you know, you said about sending the kids away and everything else and being alone. I wasn't actually alone in all of that. I mean, I, um, was, uh, I had the world with me the whole time. I had a lot of time to sit and reflect and just look at different things in my life. And one of the biggest takeaways I'll take from this is the fact that I've been selfish in ministry and, and I'm, I'm willing to admit that I'm big enough to admit that, that, you know, I, I've said on the show a few times about going to church on Sunday morning, isn't what gets you saved. And, and I'm just as guilty as the next person. And I was literally like kind of just going to church and that's where things were happening. That's why I've had a lot of time to reflect. I mean, this is week six for us guys. It's been a month and a half and we started this just before this whole whole thing collapsed. Hmm. And you know, I know God have been telling me like to get out, get out and feed my people, go out into the crowds, go out and just reach people, touch people. And he's given us an opportunity. I mean, we're doing this every week. We get to reach out and talk to people and then people are seeing it after we're done. And I need to do more of that when we're done with this and not just on the show. And I'll stay with the show because I love you guys. And I love, the, I love the people that come on here and, and, talk, and comment and uh, you know, but I need to be out more. I need to be coming down and, and hanging out with Tom down at Ribsters and handing out food on a Saturday night. And I need to just be out talking to people in the street and praying with people and just laying hands on people. And that's something I haven't been doing. And that's not what I've been called to do. So for me, like realizing where I need to be and what I haven't been doing has really been on me heavy these last few weeks and especially the two weeks that I was homesick and couldn't do anything else, but think and talk to the Lord. I mean, that's what I did for about 12 hours a day. I just had conversations with the Lord and again, having everybody call and check up and everything else. I mean, that was all just, uh, God stuff. I mean, this morning, uh, this morning, uh, I went back to work yesterday and I kind of, I had a, a moment that upset me and I was kind of pissed off all day about it. And I got a call this morning from a, from a guy that I know from CRJ, you know, Fred yep, and uh, Fred Lutz. And out of the blue, Fred calls me this morning and just says, Hey, I got to talk to you real quick. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm trying to get ready for work. I said, what do you got for everything? All right. You need anything? You need me to drop anything off? And he's like, no, actually I have a word for you. And he, he comes out and he says, I know you're going through something. And the enemy will aggravate you to deviate you from the path that God has you on. And that stuck through me like an arrow in the heart. Like I was aggravated about something that really wasn't that important, really didn't mean much, but it aggravated me. But it also got me off of, it had me thinking about that. And that was the only thing I was thinking about. And I wasn't thinking about school. I wasn't thinking about the show tonight. I wasn't thinking about doing the things God's asked me to do because I let some little insignificant thing mm. aggravate me because the, because the enemy knows our hot buttons. He knows where to push to, to send you into a, you know, to be aggravated and annoyed and pissed off. And, but once we get there, you know, you got to fight through that. And to have, have Fred just call me this morning out of nowhere and just give me that message. Like, all right, Love you. I'll talk to you later. And I'm like, all right, Fred, I love you. I'll talk to you later, buddy. And that was it. That's all he called me for. So I know it's another God thing. Like God's saying, like, listen, I've got this. You know where you need to be. We've had this conversation a hundred times. Stop worrying. Stop getting aggravated over the little stuff. Where you're at is not where I'm bringing you to. Where you're at is a season. Yeah. I've been through a million seasons in my life. Good, bad, and indifferent. I've been through a thousand storms. And God's brought me through each and every one of them on the other side. So this is just another storm. It's just another season. So you just need to stop worrying about what's going on and where we're at. And, and like Dave said, like putting faith in the government, in the bank. I, I've never had faith in either one of those things. <laughs> Even when I wasn't a Christian, I thought they were crooks and thieves then. Um, but yeah, just to, to know that no matter what we've got going on, God's always going to be standing there on the other side and walking right through it with us and giving us something better on the other side. And I know that where I'm at, where I'm at, is not where he wants me to be. And I know he's got something much greater planned on the other side and I can't wait to get there. I was, I've, learned, I've learned one thing that like through all this is, well, one, my truck broke down yesterday. Um, and <clears throat> I got, 
pretty upset about it and stuff, but like not the old Jason way. You know, Amy told me she'd give me the money to get the part and stuff. I mean, it's kind of expensive what it's going to be, but I'm not the angry person that I was before. And then Pete just had made a comment on there uh, and asked, you know, about some certain things when we get back. I think the people that used to not hug are going to start to hug. I think I've seen more people out when they're not supposed to be out. I've seen more people out doing things. I hope we don't go back to the old norm. I mean, there's people out walking and Amy and I, Amy and I went to the grocery store the other day. She's like, why is that lady walking in the street? She's like, Oh, they're doing the six feet like they're supposed to be. Cause one lady was on the sidewalk and then another lady was out in the street. And she's like, what to see all those people out walking and doing things and hearing kids out behind our house here, there's a couple yards and seeing the neighbors out playing and stuff. I, I'm a little worried with the kids with video games and stuff, but our kids didn't really get in. They play them together. Like they used to not play together. And that's really neat, especially the age difference that we have. I, I just pray that, that they, once we get out, I hope people don't get all excited, see each other, and go back to the old norm. I, I, like Sean said, you know, come out to Sobar on a Saturday night. Um, uh, uh, let, let's go find people that need help, and let's, let's start drawing them in and see where we can fellowship. All right, so I want to I wanna just real quick, because I know it's already 7.51. I just want to address some of the uh, comments that, that are on, uh, on the board here. Um, you know, so John Clark's ready to hug you, Dave. <laughs> no, not at all. Apparently, not at all. I know. <laughs> so you know, are things going to go back to normal where we're handshaking and hugging everybody? And 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 no, no one knows. No one knows. Uh, but what? Well, so, Pastor wrote. One thing I've been wondering, I think we're all going to come out of this grateful. However, I'm nervous that some new ways learned in the confinement will have an ever stronger grip that they ever had before. Video, games, TV, et cetera. Um, et cetera. So listen, here's my thing, right? We can't save everybody. And we can't sit around and worry about the people that picked up the bad habits. And, and, and we, we can only pray and, and do what's in our control. Um, I believe that there's people out there that no matter, no matter what, and I'll never give up on anybody, but they'll just, they're just going to live their life the way they live their life. Unfortunately, it's sad. And, and, and the people that, that, that picked up habits that they didn't have before during this pandemic and continue to do those habits when life is going on, God will deal with them. God will deal with them. I don't believe it's, it's for us to, to, to worry about that kind of thing. That's just my opinion on it. Well, I I was out for a uh, little bit of a uh, motorbike ride this afternoon, and uh, I was just kind of had some thoughts to myself, and I knew we were going to do this topic tonight. And one of the things that flashed in my in my mind, I had to go home and look up the um, the Bible verse, but I remembered something about stones as a memorial in the Bible, and I looked it up. And here's the the passage was from Joshua four. It's about when the nation had finished passing. And it says, when the nation had finished passing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, take 12 men from the people, one from each tribe, and command them saying, take 12 stones from here out to the midst of the Jordan, from the very place where the priest's feet stood firmly. Bring them over with you and lay them down in a place where you lodge tonight. So basically, after the people passed over the Jordan, they each, one person from each tribe got a stone. So they went through this big test and God delivered them. And they each took a stone. And Joshua said to them, pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan. Take up each of you a stone upon his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, that this may be a sign among you. So when your children ask, and this is the important part, when your children ask in time to come, what do those stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut. They were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. 
So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. And that just, I, I went home and read that and I hadn't read it for years. And so this is a test. This is a trial. This is a time that we don't, is of, of great uncertainty. And we don't know what's happening tomorrow. We don't know who's going to be sick. We don't know what the economy is going to look like. We don't know who's going to have jobs. But in the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? We get to tell them about it. When people in the next generation come along and our children and pe people who don't remember this time ask you, what you have to remember that the Lord delivered us. So what's going to be your memorial for that? And I'll ask that as an open-ended question. You don't have to answer, but think about it. What's going to be your memorial about this time? I got a cup. What's that? I got a cup. You got a cup? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to say that was a really terrifying time. We didn't know what was going to happen. You know, we, we didn't know if we were going to have a job. We didn't know if we were going to have this. I think the memorial could just be that we get to say we didn't know what was going to happen, but we knew who did. Right? We knew who was in charge during all the times. That's that constant. Yep. That's what I like what my Aunt Bonnie said. God sees the storm from the other side. Yeah, you know, he's already he's already been through it. You know, he it's it I, I read um oh man, I always forget the name. Nicholas Cage movie. What is it, Sean? The and a book series. There was a book yeah, series on the code or um National Treasure? No. No. It's like the only movie I know of is. <laughs> you're talking about the one where he could you're talking about the one where he could see the future. The rapture. No, and the rapture comes. There's a oh, book. Oh, um, Nicholas Cage was in a rapture movie? Yeah. He's like, they disappear. What's it called? Uh, anyway. The Left that, Behind series. Left Behind. Left Behind series, yes. He's, uh, when I read that, I, I read that again, going back to me being dumb and was in jail. I read every one of those books. But that rapture... This is kind of, it is kind of scary. I know God's coming to be, and we're, this is a, a, this is maybe not the rapture, um, but reading those books and really thinking about it later, it's, it's amazing. I, I get upset at some of those people that well, I know when I get to heaven, I'll see the seeds that I planted, but I hope people that like, again, I, I go back to, People that are believing in God and want to go to church, they say, and they're missing everything. I really hope that people see this because, man, it's. I, I just think that there's so much more. I mean, it took me 37, 38 years to come to Christ. And like Sean said, you know, there's so much more we should be doing in fellowship and helping others and stuff that I just hope more people come out of it doing that. And we do what we say we're going to do and do more of it. Yep. I think there needs to be an experience with all of us that we're not afraid to try something new, do something different, and specifically listen when God tells you to do something. I need to learn that lesson. I need to remember that. I can't wait to get back in the studios with you, brothers. Amen. I mean, that mean? Just feeding off each other when we're next to each other. I'll have to wear deodorant again. Yeah. I'm still going to wear pants. I'll have to wear pants. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to wear pajamas every day. I'm kind of liking this. Yeah. Still going to be relaxed. They can't see under the table. I got my short, <laughs> shorts and flip-flops on, my friends. That's right. That's right. All right. So let's give the people a preview. What are we doing next week? All right. So next week we're doing Christian movies. And we're going to be building them up, and we're going to be and we're going to be tearing them down. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so stay tuned. Any, any, uh, any movies that you guys want us to watch? We probably. Well, I, I think we decided we're. Gonna, 
we're definitely going to be talking about God's Not Dead trilogy. Yeah. War, War Room and War Risen. Room. Now, I'll tell you, I don't watch a lot of Christian movies, so you guys were rattling off all these names of movies I'd never heard of. So they were trying to give me a movie list of like 40 movies to watch by next week. <laughs> Get your homework cut out for you, buddy. I mean, it's not hard homework. It's just time intensive. So. <laughs> Unspoken request. Is that a movie? No, no I, I put up, asked for uh, prayer, prayer requests. requests while we were talking. <laughs> um, and then the week after that, I'm pretty excited. I don't know about you guys, but um, our district servant, as he refers to himself, our district superintendent, Kerry Willis. Pastor Kerry Willis will be with us uh, on May 12th, which if you have not met him, if you've never heard him speak, you have missed out in life. He's an amazing man of God, and I can't wait to have him on the show. Um, that's going to be really cool. So at this time, I guess we're ready. I'm going to call out. Uh, Tom, you got any prayer requests this week, buddy? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to – I just – just want to just want to pray for the homeless though man they're just still deep in my heart right now i just there's so many out there that we're starting to meet that we didn't know before and and yeah just just for god to provide for the needy all right jay you got anything yeah i'm gonna stick there with uh with tom on the needy um and also um I don't want to say so much unspoken, but there's prayers that we all have guidance right now. And I think that the we need prayers for where the Lord's taking us. I mean, I, I think he kind of has us in this quarantine and not having that drive of us together right now because he wants us to know how much we feed off of each other, like Tom said, and uh, where he wants us to go. Uh, Tom being blessed to be accepted into college. Um, Sean, you doing your pastor stuff, Dave making decisions as tough as they were with work. I believe that the Lord has something else for Dave's life that um, I know right now, celebrate recovery, bring it to the church. I, I believe we're on hold now with this pandemic because I wasn't prepared to start a celebrate recovery right yet. And I believe this is time to not make me look like a fool. And I know, cause I know people are dying for it at our church. Um, and I know a lot of people are fighting to get through some step studies and stuff. So pray for them also going through those step studies. Dave, what you got? Um, I don't really have anything in particular right now. I guess just keep in mind all these prayer requests that are popping up on the screen. I don't really have anything uh, pressing this week. Cool. Let's take it to prayer. Father God, we come, we come before you and just in absolute amazement of how you are working in the world right now, how you're bringing people together, how you're causing new ways for us to reach out just to be a little bit closer to you on a daily basis. So what we bring before you right now, Betty has an un unspoken request. She also has her ankle. Lord, be in that. Whatever that unspoken, you know what it is, Lord. We don't need to know, but you know what it is. And please bring some resolution to that. Bring the healing needed. Uh, for Michelle, she's having surgery. Would let this be a time that you would bring peace and wisdom and knowledge and an outcome as well as healing. Lord, be with all of those in need. Even those that aren't without aren't necessarily needy because we all need you. But be especially with those who have less than what some have, those who are less fortunate. We know you provide, Lord, like you provide for the birds of the air. Well, we also pray that Carla and Carla in her new endeavor, that her brain would work correctly, that she would understand and get her testing done. Lord, be with our soldiers, be with our men and women in arms, be with our doctors, be with our nurses, be with anybody that's out there right now fighting against this uncertain time. Well, we know you are working so many things right now in the world. We know that you've got your hand extended 
placed on each and every heart across the world right now, Lord. We are one in Christ, his hands and his feet to do your work on this world, to continue the mission that Christ has walked. Would continue to work in us whatever it is you need us to find, whatever it is you need us to finish, whatever you need us to work on, refine that word and bring it to the surface and let us do it thankfully and in praise and glory to your name. We ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Uh, yeah, we have nothing else because I haven't gotten come up with no kind of little elephant. Jay, you gonna pray? Jay, you gonna give us the prayer? Maybe he'll do it. Now I lay me down to sleep. Pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before I wake up, pray the Lord my soul to take. Amen. Amen. I like it better when Jay does it. He's a better stuffed animal. We should just get him some little, like a trunk and some little ears he can put on before he starts. That's what we should do. Get him a pull string. You pull the string and let him go. <laughs> All right, guys. God Good bless night, everybody. Don't forget, you got ideas for us to go, topics to go on. Hit us up. Send us a message. Comment on the show. And, uh, we love you. We'll see you next week. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you all. See you.